Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Crimes, Killers, Cults. And beer. And beer. And beer. <laughs> Just two crazy Florida men drinking beer, talking about true crime. Because, because we feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> because why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, we 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 like it. We ain't got nothing better to do on a Tuesday night. Oh wait, today's Wednesday. Is we got Wednesday nothing better to do on a Wednesday night. Yeah. God damn it! That means I'd be at work early tomorrow. Fuck being. Yeah, ass. me too. Me too. <laughs> so shit. Oh man. Um, we got today. We're covering a lesser known case, but it's still a pretty in- intense story. It has its um, moments and everything. It. Yeah, it has its spots for comedy. <laughs> Even and, if it didn't, we'd find some. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's kind of what I mean. Although him at at the end, it's it. Some of the shit that he says is pretty funny. We're covering William Reese, but before that, I have some ado. All right. Let me um, open my beer. All right, open your beer. Oh yeah. I'm um, talking about the. Oh, what are you drinking? Uh, Coors Light today in my. Yeah, it's chopper time, baby koozie. I'm drinking Bud Light. Of course you are. And they <laughs> raised they raised the price two dollars. So going uh, back up. So I guess it's all over with then. Yep. But but as as for my ado, um, our Danny Rolling episode. Um, there's a couple things I want to say about it. For one thing, you know, the, the, and I can't believe I didn't catch this, you know, because I, I recorded my version. I recorded a heavy metal version of his song, Mystery Writer. And, um, Todd said he liked it. That's all he said to me. (laughs) It it was good. (laughs) And do you agree with me? Do Do you think he would hate that version? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Well, the ego, the egomaniac that he is, he would hate it, but he would also love the fact that somebody else was doing it. Yeah, I mean, because that means you listened to it and you liked it enough to fucking do a cover of it. Yeah, so, but my version's better. Well, yeah, <laughs> because you're a real musician, <laughs> and he wasn't. No, he just Trump. He tried, but yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, but the, yeah, I don't. The, I mean, I don't think he would have. He would have been. Uh, shit, I don't even know, dude. I can't even. He probably he might have hated it. He might have gone far out, dude. I don't know. Yeah, but the the um the lyrics for the first verse read um jingling spurs. I'm just gonna read the first line: jingling spurs rolling into town. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like we already knew he wrote the song about what he, you know, like shortly before he made his his run to Florida, yeah. and and about what he was going to do and all that stuff. But rolling, he had to put rolling into town. Yeah, especially well, you know. when he was especially when he was talk, talking about coming in on a on um on an old black stallion. <laughs> Stallions don't roll. <laughs> unless they unless they fall down a hill yeah they see i was gonna go there you, you got it <laughs> we're, we're both on the same page as usual but so um but another another thing i mean that i mean the 
the, the because because of what I'm about to tell you about, I mean, the the people that hear the episode might hear the song before it gets released to like Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is I had to pay royalties to Sandra London. (laughs) Yeah. In order to release the damn song, I had to pay royalties to Sandra London because she basically owns everything that is Danny Rowling. I tried to, I tried to, and it's just like, and it asked me, it's just like, okay, did somebody else write the song? And I had to push yes, because if you lie to district kid, they will get you. Yes. (laughs) So I did. And it's like, okay, so I'm just like, okay, you're good. Now, it might come up. They, they, I might get a, a notification saying that no royalties are required, but I doubt it. I'm serious. I, you know, but there, there aren't very many versions of that song on Spotify. There's like maybe five, and one of really? them is by the, yeah, the, and one of them is by the Dead German Tourists. Remember them? Vaguely, but yeah. From from that, I think it was the Ron and Ron show. Yeah, I mean, I remember that name. That name is definitely familiar, but yeah. Dude, but the Ron and Ron show. Oh my god, dude, that's that's going way that, back. Yeah, it is. But that, but that, but their version. I mean, it, it's just, it's just like mystery rider. He's just talking deep and everything. It, it just basically sounds like his music done a little bit better. Right. But when somebody talking like you know, like Dick Darwin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but or Dick Dawson, like I called him when I wrote the song. <laughs> but um, anyway, but yeah, I mean, so so the people that hear the episode, like right when the episode comes out, might get to hear it before the people who listen on, you know, the the streaming platforms and whatnot. Yeah. My headphones are like fucked up, and it's really bugging me. Yeah, mine look weird at this camera angle, but but I think it's yeah, it's just a camera angle, the, but yeah, but yeah, dude, fuck, that's bugging me. My OCD no. is fucking kicking my ass right now. And also, as you can see, t-shirt, yes. t-shirt. I got a CKCB t-shirt. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not going to vent about the back of the back yeah, of it. <laughs> we won't talk about that. But can anybody get one of those? I wouldn't yet at this point because, like I said, I I paid thirty five dollars for this, and I I've got to make it more cost effective to the listeners. You okay, know? so all I right, mean, I, yeah, well, all right, yeah, but th- this is for for CrimeCon. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I I, I I didn't know if you started like if you put a got a thing where like a print on demand thing where everybody can have one or we'll we'll, we'll work I, on that. Yeah, we'll work on that because we we definitely got the design. And um and the QR code I the QR code on the back of this shirt doesn't work and I'm glad I didn't order like a shit ton of them because <laughs> that would have really sucked but um but I fixed the QR code um uh, issue and so you know when on future shirts and I have to order another one before Kremcon <laughs> but um but it yeah it it'll it'll be fixed so. But I mean, yeah, we can look into like the print-on-demand type of thing. Yeah, that so. way, you know, we can have merch, merch, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Yes. And there's your spaceball reference for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't even really started it yet. Nope. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway, do you have any ado? Um. Yeah, actually. Holy My crap. phone works How's again. 
My phone Whoa. works. See, Holy my crap. phone works. I don't believe it. Yeah, I call. I, I, yeah, I was waiting for him to sign on because we were supposed to do this, you know, two and a half hours earlier. Yeah, well, you know me. So I'm just like, you know what? It's every few days since Todd's phone broke, I've been like calling it just to see if he got a phone and didn't tell me. And it, today it rang. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, and I didn't tell him. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> but well, yeah, can't tell no, the bag no, 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 dude. I, I, I looked up a Samsung Galaxy, whatever the fuck it is, won't charge. Found a couple of videos and I watched them. I'm like, oh, okay. So I plugged it in. I waited a couple hours. I did the reboot thing that, you know, where you hold the power button and the volume button. And sure shit, the motherfucker lit up. I'm like, holy crap. Awesome. It still doesn't charge. It still doesn't charge well. I mean, it takes forever to charge, but. Well, it's a good thing that we're not using the the, the old way. <laughs> I know, <right>? these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I took it off the charger a while ago and it's still at 100%, it says, so. But I haven't been using it <laughs> because I've been without it for so long. I'm not used to it. But <laughs> used to having it. <laughs> so hey, anyway, that's anyway that's my ado because I know we probably mentioned you probably mentioned it. When am I going to get a phone? I think so. Well, if he hasn't, Bill's been on my ass for like a month to get a new phone, and <laughs> now my phone works. So that's my ado. Cool. So anyway, yes. um, jumping into it, William Reese, hold on, William. hold on, say the thing, huh? Hey everybody, that's Bill. Oh, <laughs> that's Todd. <laughs> now you can start. <laughs> God. Because we I got so forget. caught up, we got so caught up in the other shit, we didn't do it. Yeah, we got, we got, we got deep into a do. <laughs> yes. And it's my fault, too, for starting us late, because like Bill told me in a message, I'll be late for my own funeral. <laughs> and that's very true. I will be. I'll be the last one there. <laughs> All right. Todd died. His funeral's at four o'clock at this place and this place. I'll show up at like six thirty seven because <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be that kind of asshole, but it's the truth. So anyway, William Reed anyway. was born July 1st in 1959 in Oklahoma, and he was one of 13 kids. Jesus Christ, 13 kids. <laughs> oh, God, I don't get it. But um, in, 19, <sighs> yeah. in 1959, in 1959 too, I mean, that, that was abnormal in 1959 that's abnormal well not so much now but, well you know. it wasn't back when everybody was having farms and stuff like that you know well, yeah but, because you need you needed kids to work the farm <laughs> right so um because you don't have to pay them <laughs> right <laughs> so <laughs> so um in 2015 dna linked him to the murders of four women after um, getting away with with it for almost twenty years, and um, he was sentenced to life in prison in Texas, and um, and he was sentenced to death in Oklahoma. Um, okay, so because, who wins out on that? <laughs> I'd say Oklahoma. 
I would hope so. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. But put a but put a knife in that. Oh damn it! I thought we were done. All right, I'm putting a knife in it. <laughs> he spit his youth and uh, source. Okay, sources. Um, I found a a documentary that I I used for most of it, and I don't have the name of it. But uh, for the for his backstory, I used good old wiki. Wiki. So, but he spent his youth in the cities of Yukon and Anadarko, Oklahoma. There's a Yukon, Oklahoma? Uh, yep. Um, Yukon and, was Alaska. Well, how many Springfields are there? All right, good point. <laughs> so, um, so due to his parents' financial issues, he was forced to quit school after the ninth grade and take a job um, as a farm laborer. And in 1979, he married a woman named Judy Flaming after he knocked her up. <laughs> All right. So after their marriage, uh, Reese enlisted in the Oklahoma National Guard, but he left. But he, he left after a while. And it doesn't say whether he went AWOL or did anything like that or if he just got out or was okay. discharged for whatever reason. But his wife divorced him a year into the marriage. and um, But Reese had actually convinced her to remarry him. Baby, come oh. back. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. I just had a Transformers flashback. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and that's not uh, necessarily a good thing no <laughs> but um uh, the yeah, anyway the, the the couple then had a second child shortly later all right shortly later <laughs> there it is <laughs> you finally said it you haven't done it for like 10 episodes <laughs> flaming well, it feels like 10 it's probably only been like three or four but you know what i mean or one <laughs> um Flaming said said that Reese had began drinking heavily and being physically abusive. In nineteen eighty two, Flaming had went to the police after a, a beating and she said that her that Reese had threatened to kill her with a knife and a shotgun and she divorced him for good this time. <laughs> yes. Why, why why do I doubt that? <laughs> no, no. It, it it was not she she wasn't Danny Rowling's um, wife, or no, oh. she wasn't da- Danny Rowling's mother's, or <laughs> she she wasn't Danny Rowling's mother. That's that that's what I'm. Okay. <sighs> but anyway, but Reese um later remarried, but his second wife divorced him a few months into the marriage. Yeah, well, there you go. This guy's just having terrible luck. Yeah, he's a douche. <laughs> well, maybe it's not terrible luck then. Maybe he's just a, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, lucky for those two. They got the hell away from him. Well, yeah. So in April of 1986, Reese kidnapped the 19-year-old daughter of a sheriff's deputy. That's not smart. No, not at all. That's not smart at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> the woman was driving to a local gym when her car stalled and put a knife in that. This God may have damn. been what gave him his idea for his M.O. All right. You're going to make me run out of knives uh, on this episode, aren't you? 
No, actually, I didn't. But I didn't have put a knife in it in any of the notes at all. I'm just I, they're just coming to me right, right now. I'm like, yeah, oh, there could have so, been a so knife. Subconsciously in it. making me fucking run out of knives. I see. All right. No, I'm Car- consciously doing it. Carry I'm on. I'm consciously doing it. So, um, but Reese, who worked as a truck driver at the time, he lured her into his truck with the promise of taking her to the nearest payphone. Instead, he tied the woman up in the sleeper and raped her. And Reese, Reese then drove the victim to a nearby hotel where he rented the room for the night. And he allowed her to use the bathroom, which gave her an, an opportunity to escape and call the police. Um, and honestly, an Oklahoma cop. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't like given life in prison with no chance of parole for that should have just because of the fact that it was a um because just because of the fact that it was an oklahoma cop's daughter yeah but um reese was arrested and charged but he was released from custody after paying bail and and the cops of course (laughs) well no they 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 looked for his ass and he, you know, he, he he skipped out on his bail as well. Yeah, but dude, you couldn't have a cop's daughter, dude. You you aren't going to survive long. You would think. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I do think, but I, yeah. apparently, apparently, this is going to go different. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we'd be done. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the cop, the cop found him, and um. He and he pulled a machine gun out and started shooting and everything. So they opened fire and emptied, and all all of the cops emptied every bullet they had into him because self defense. <laughs> no, <laughs> but while that large, no, it couldn't be that simple. <laughs> yeah, well, then we wouldn't have an episode. <laughs> but um, while at large, a month. A month, um, a month after his release, he sexually assaulted another woman and was rearrested. And he was put on trial for both rapes, and he's found guilty, and he was sentenced to five or to twenty-five years imprisonment. Now, Oklahoma is one of those states that you know, and we're we're going to get to it, but you know, we're going to get more into detail about this later. You don't have to put a knife in it; just kind of okay. remember, you put a pin in it. How about that? All right, I'll put a pin. <laughs> but um but i mean they they allow for like two you know two separate trials to basically go on at the same time so um it's not like it's not like when you have a uh, like co-conspirators or whatever being tried at the same time these are two separate yeah. cases being tried at the same time oh all right so um he was his attorneys appealed the conviction to a, a criminal court, which granted a review of the case, and the results indicated that there were procedural errors in Reese's criminal case, causing the sentence to be reduced and leading to his parole in October of 1996. Of course, because yeah, cop's daughter, cop's Cop daughter. daughter. I mean, I mean, dude, anybody's daughter is still bad. 
It's not- yeah, but a cop, but a cop's daughter. I mean, it's just they they tend to, you know, it, it it's not right, yeah, but I mean, no, but it, it's I, just the right. truth. Yeah, it is. And um, and anyway, you know, said all right, this guy's out. Let's not let him live anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, dude, we're cops. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, they could knock him out and put a bunch of rattlesnakes in his car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dr. Evil. (laughs) Rattlesnakes with laser beams attached to their heads. Freaking heads. (laughs) (laughs) After his release, Reese moved into Mama's house in Anadarko, Oklahoma. And of course he did early night, because good mama, like, mama. Actually, mom, mama ain't mama ain't a bad person in in this. I mean, she, well, you know what I mean. She's not. Anyway. This is, this this isn't Luca Magnata's mom. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the um, Tori Adam chick's mom. All so. right. But after his release, he has already said that. In early 1997, he regained his driver's license and moved to Houston, Texas. All right. And Dick Darwin says, you're in my jurisdiction now. (laughs) (laughs) On April 3rd of 1997, Laura, the 12-year-old daughter of Gay and Bob Smithers, disappeared. Um, She was out jogging. And she and she had just been accepted into the Houston Ballet Academy, and by the evening she hadn't returned. And the par- the parents began organizing search parties, and the media blasted the story. And the next day, hundreds of people were out searching for. Her. And the disappearance was labeled as an abduction, and that brought the FBI in. Oh. On April twentieth, there was a press conference, and the chief of police was updating everybody. And during his update, the, the guy's pager went off, and everybody knew that this was the news that they had been waiting for. It was either going to be really good or it was going to be really bad. No, oh, okay. It was really bad. Well, I would, yeah. Um, Laura's dead body was found in a retention pond um, in the middle of some woods by a man who was hiking with his dog. And um, she was naked with evidence of being beaten, strangled, and sexually assaulted. There was a registered sex offender in the area, and he was brought in for questioning. And his name was William Lewis Reese. Right. He was a 38-year-old construction worker. He had served time in Oklahoma for rape, and he had literally been released less than a year earlier. Oh, boy. There we go. And. He was working a job site, which was in the same neighborhood that the Smithers family lived in. And eyewitnesses from the job site said that he had left the site around 9 a.m. and came back about 30 minutes later. And this was exactly the time frame that Laura had gone out jogging. And that made him the prime suspect. But there was no physical evidence tying him to the murder. Oh, every time you say Smithers, I just think of the Simpsons, bro. (laughs) I, I can't help it. I don't know why, but I just do. Well, I know why, but, you know. Kellyanne Cox was a 20-year-old student at UNT. 
um, as well as as well as a mother, and she had a nineteen year old baby or nineteen year old baby, <laughs> a nineteen year old baby. <laughs> she's she's twenty, got a nineteen year old baby. <laughs> wow, she started young. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she had a nineteen month old baby. <laughs> That's better. Um, little little girl named Alexis, and um, July fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Kellyanne had taken a field trip to the Denton jail with her criminology class. And then she had just simply disappeared. No. Um, they weren't allowed to bring any personal items into the jail and not even car keys. So the, so a lot of the students, they got hide a key things and just kind of popped them up underneath their, their car. Uh-huh. Um, but when she came out after the tour, the key in her hide a key wouldn't start the car. Uh oh, I mean it was the right make, you know. It was um, it was the right make for the car, but it wasn't the right key. So that means um, that this fucking chucklehead had seen her go in, seen her put the the hide key. It means he'd been stalking her for a while. Yeah. So he goes he goes in and either either while she's in there doing the tour of the jail, takes that well, you know, just puts a puts another. Like let's say it was a Ford, just puts another Ford key mm. in it and takes and takes hers. All right, now what year was this again? This was in '97. Uh, okay, yeah, cars were only one key by then. There wasn't like two keys for cars like there used to. Right. Be. We had one key right. to unlock the door and one key to start the car, and I was like, well, maybe she just put the wrong key in. <laughs> no. Um, yep. This- uh, no. Ninety-seven. That's definitely one key. Shit. Ninety-seven might have been the first thing where you had to push button the fobs. I'm sure there was fobs in ninety-seven. Probably. But All right, um, so, so this fucker is just devious. All right. Yeah. So, um, it it wouldn't it wouldn't even turn the ignition switch. It clearly was not the right key. <laughs> yes. Um, but. She called her boyfriend and told and told him, and he he came to help her. But by the time that he got there, she was gone. There's no. nowhere to be found. He'd stole her in the middle of the fucking day. Damn it, man! All right, and it's not the first time that he does this too. Another another of his victims is taken like in the middle of the day. I mean, this guy's brazen. Yeah. Um, Kelly's parents had, had ra- you know they they raised her daughter Alexis, um. But at the time, she was, like I said, 19 months old, and they waited until she was 20 to tell her exactly what happened to her mother. Oh, wow. Leading up to that, they simply told her that her that Kellyanne was lost and nobody knew where she was, and they had a bunch of people out looking for her. And um kelly's mother said that at that point when she told little alexis this alexis began alexis began looking under beds and closets and behind curtains for her mother that kind of that that was a that was a gut punch to me (laughs) yeah i mean well yeah when you tell a small child that that's what they're gonna do because that's what they know Mm -hmm. i mean i yeah i get that i mean dude that's terrible but i mean Ugh. Yep. But um, 
Kelly's parents raised Alexis very, very well. And at the time of the interview, she she herself was now a student at UNT. Um. And and there was there's now there's now a there's a bronze statue at UNT of um of Kelly and Alexis together. Really? Oh, wow, that's cool. Early on, William Reese was considered a suspect. Um, a gas receipt found in his car proved that he was in Denton on the day that Kelly had disappeared. And yeah, but there were none of Kelly's fingerprints anywhere in um in Reese's vehicle. And since she wasn't take, allowed to take any personal items into the, the jail, none of her personal none none (laughs) i'm not even counting anymore my name is bill and i'm a podcaster (laughs) (laughs) yeah but and since she wasn't allowed to take any personal items into the jail, none of her personal personal items were found um, in Reese's vehicle either. It wasn't clear, but I, I'm thinking that when they questioned him, they may have either asked him if they could search the vehicle, and since there was nothing there, he said, sure, go ahead, or maybe they got a warrant. It didn't say. Oh, all right. But, um, now moving on back to his hometown, Anadarko, Oklahoma. Anadarko. Wasn't that the sequel to Donnie Darko? That's not where I was going with that. Oh, I was going to no. be like, it, it, is that Anakin's new name after he turned to the dark side? <laughs> I see. I wouldn't have gone there. Dude, I was just... <laughs> so, um, oh, that's good. <laughs> Tiffany Johnston was a 19-year-old newlywed, and she was about to start college to study plants. And um, she, was that horticulture? Yes, horticulture. That's what I thought. Um, she and her, I, I could have Googled it, but I mean, I, I had to get this shit finished <laughs> quick because right. I wanted to record the episode tonight. <laughs> but I thought it was <laughs> horticulture. Yes, that's and, that's what it is. And no, no jokes about horticulture. No wordplay there. We're not going to do it. Really? <laughs> I was thinking it. I was, I was too. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not going to make the obvious joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, but still, she, but she and her husband Ryan had moved to that town specifically because it had a very low crime rate. <laughs> All right. God. So um, she got off work, and then she went to an electronic store, and then to a car wash. And the car wash was the last place that she was ever seen. That night, her husband went out to look for her, and at at midnight, the police called Tiffany's mom, saying that her car had been abandoned at the car wash. Her her pager, her purse, her ID. They were all in the car, and the door was open, and the car mats were still hanging on the hooks, you know, where, where you hang them to rinse them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had been snatched right there as she washed her car, and it was during the daytime when she disappeared. Damn. <laughs> and and this is 
I mean, this this is this is this guy, man. She was seen at the car wash. Yeah. Like multiple people saw her at the car wash, but nobody saw anything happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Anyway, like, well, how do you town, not? I mean, yeah, okay, I get. Well, all right. Sm- small town Oklahoma, you know, car a car wash in a maybe one or two stoplight town and everything. This could be a busy place, you know. I mean, it's the only car wash in town. In Oklahoma, there's a lot of sand, dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody yeah, should that, have seen something. It just sounds like everybody didn't want to say nothing, didn't want to get involved. I don't. I I doubt that. I think that this guy was just so fucking fast and slick. That's just that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. I mean, I suppose, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't there. But that's. I'm not sure where that is in reference and. Proximity to say Hooker, Oklahoma. Yeah, you've been to Hooker, haven't you? Uh, not taking the bait. <laughs> I have been to Hooker, Oklahoma. Not a yes. Hooker in Oklahoma, but Hooker, Oklahoma. Oh, all right, I tried. <laughs> but you haven't been to this town that we're talking about, obviously. I don't know if I have or not. To be honest with you. Um, couple of those, couple of the towns in in Texas where they where they filmed in the in the documentary, mm-hmm. I have been I I have been too because I recognize things from it. You know, right and um, it's it's there's this highway that goes from like um that goes from Kansas uh, from Emporia, Kansas, all the way down to um to Kumkari. Tucumcari, New Mexico, and it goes through a good chunk of, of Texas and everything. It's like one of these. It's four lane highway most of the way and everything, except for mm. like in the really like desolate areas. And even then, there's like a, a passing lane, but um, and the speed limit is like eighty five miles an hour. No shit. <laughs> Otherwise, you never get through Texas. It would take you a week. <laughs> yeah, but it's a um. Yeah, I I liked I liked I I've been I've been up and down that highway several times, and I um I really enjoyed um being yeah you know, I I like roads like that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's well, cool. I'm glad you enjoyed your time in Texas because we're never going to be allowed there <laughs> <laughs> again, ever again. So yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. But, um, the next day, police called Tiffany's mom asking about tattoos or birthmarks. Um, because they had found a, a body. Um, mm. the she had her belly button, belly button, her belly. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, had her Jesus. belly button pierced, and but and she didn't have any birthmarks. And, and the officer said that the girl they had found was not Tiffany. And, but, but at the time, they were looking for three other girls as well. Okay. Ironically enough, all three of these girls were the ones in this case. <coughs> yeah, well. Actually, actually ironic. no. Actually, maybe not. Maybe not, because she was the, she was the second victim, I think. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But um, but later later that evening, um, officers showed up and at their door and said that it actually was Tiffany. 
Oh, um, she had been dumped in a ditch off of I-40 near Yukon, and she had been beaten, raped, and strangled. <sighs> um, August 17th, 1997, in um, Lamarck, Texas, 17-year-old Jessica Kane had not come home from a house from a, a party that she had been at the night before. Witnesses said that she had left the party at 1.30 a.m., but they had never made it home. They were celebrating at a Bennigan's, um, you know, because she and her friends had just killed it in the performance of the the, the Broadway play Oklahoma. Oh, all right. In Texas. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, that, I, that struck a funny with me. They're, they're doing yeah, Oklahoma. They're doing in Oklahoma Texas. in Texas. <laughs> but um, Jessica had left Bennigan's with a friend and went to her friend's place. And then she was later dropped off by that friend back at her pickup truck. And friends were still there at Bennigan's, I guess, hanging out in the parking lot or whatever. Okay. And, um, and they saw her get into the pickup and drive away. And this was the last time anybody saw her. Her own mm. father found her truck abandoned uh, with her ID still inside the, the truck. And it was just left on the shoulder of, I, of I-45. Damn. But <sighs> forensic scientists took DNA samples from um, from Jessica's bedroom. Uh, and like this, this was Laura, um, Laura Smithers all over again. And once again, there were no leads. Just after Jessica had went missing, um, a 19-year-old woman named Sanda Sapog was uh, attacked outside of a Waffle House in Webster, Texas. Holy shit, not and, the Waffle House. <laughs> and she managed to get away from the attacker. Dude, that's just that's um, like every night at Waffle House, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Susan Dietrich Nance was a forensic hypnotist, <clears throat> and she was called by the police to to hypnotize Jess or to hypnotize Sandra, and um, because she she was traumatized, she had literally jumped from the moving a moving vehicle on I forty five and had taken some pretty serious injuries. Mm-hmm. Um. Under hypnosis, Sapog was able to uncover the details of her attacker that she hadn't remembered before. Um, She had pulled up to a gas station and bought a few things, then went to the Waffle House across the street. The attacker pulled up next to her asking her if she she needed help, and she asked why, and he told her that she had a flat tire. Take the knife out of it now. All right. Of that and the tire. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got my knife back. But um, she was then forced into his truck at knife point, and he started driving down I-45, and he told her to take her clothes off. And she bent down to untie her shoes and realized that the door wasn't locked. The passenger side door wasn't locked. So she got the door open, and he grabbed her. And, you know, she was already kind of out, but mm-hmm. and she, wound, she wound up... um being dragged for a couple of miles down the fucking interstate. Oh shit. She was finally able to get away and you know and and she she knew that if she jumped from the truck she might die, but if she stayed in that truck she would die. Yeah. 
can't imagine being in that situation. No, not at all. Wow. All right. That's a badass bitch right there. That is a badass bitch right there. Hell yeah. So Dietrich Nance talked to some of the other police officers about the about other cases, and she found out that they su- suspected William Reese and Laura's murder. Um, Dietrich Nance had put it together that Sapog, under hypnosis, had actually described William Reese to a T. Oh. All right. So she also hypnotized the store clerk from the gas station across the street and she described him as well. So they put Reese in a photo lineup and both Sapog and the clerk just, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. She asked Sapog if there had been anything that they remembered, um, or that she remembered about the inside of the truck. And she remembered a, a paper with some numbers on it and she gave Dietrich Nance four numbers. And when police went to question Reese about this, there were post-it notes with phone numbers overlapping each other. And that's why she could only remember four numbers. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, say what you want about hypnosis, but it seems to have worked in this case. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go into that. That's that's a topic for another episode. Yeah, but well, I mean, but it it's it's forensic hypnosis or whatever. I mean, I I don't know. I I I, I no, I understand. But you know, like the 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 magician that brings a member up out of the crowd and does right. The, that's, uh, that's all bullshit. But I mean, you know, for for. You know, psych- I mean, psych- psychology yeah. and for forensics and stuff, it is first, you know, to get you so relaxed to the point to where that you are able to just basically turn off whatever might be going on in your head and think deeper, if possible. <laughs> Obviously, because it worked in this case. Yeah, but it's also, it can be very leading too, depending on who the hypnotist is. True, but I don't think that this woman was that. I mean, I got a good, I got it from the documentary. I got a good feeling that this woman was the real deal. All right, that's fine. I'm just saying, you know, I've. No, I'm a skeptic about it too. Don't get me wrong. I, but, yeah, I just don't think it's everything it, it's cracked up to be. That's all. Anyway, not the point. But, Moving but on. For for every one case where it actually worked, there's probably twenty where it was just a fucking quack going. Yeah. I see that you were abused as a child. Well, that's not how it works. I mean, whatever. But, but like once, once you're quote hypnotized, whoever's doing it can lead you to remember things that you didn't really, that you don't really remember because, or you're blocking out. Yeah. Or, well, you know what I mean? They, they can like, how to say it. And dude, I don't know this for a fact, but I've seen things. I've seen, you know, people debunking this. And that mm-hmm. the hypnotist can, like, the questions and the way they ask the questions can lead you to the answer they want. You know what I mean? That's yeah, true. I'm not, and but, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about the the same guy. You know, like, what's his name? John Stewart or whatever. The fucking the guy that the psychic. Yeah. 
Dude, if you watch, you know, I mean, like you watch us, you watch a show back in the day. Dude, yeah, you got everything right, but the ten hours that that audience was there when he was getting everything wrong, they don't show. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. I'm not the amazing Randy. I don't pretend. I'm not going to pretend to debunk anything that I don't know enough about. So, moving on. Yeah. So Reese was arrested and charged with aggravated kidnapping for Sandra Sapog's case. He was now a he was now also the prime suspect in a kidnapping and rape of a 22 year old woman in Houston. She said that Reese had saw her at a gas station. He followed her. She realizes that she's got a flat. Pulls over. Reese pulls up behind her and asks if she needs any help. Sound familiar? <laughs> Yes, it does. He then forces her into the woods and rapes and assaults her and then leaves her for dead. He thought she was dead. Um, she survived and later identified William Reese, but he was never charged. <laughs> okay. <sighs> it is it is Texas, though. It is Texas. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not. We're we're already in trouble for that. <laughs> maybe maybe we're in trouble for that. Who knows? Yeah, but I'm no, still there, not going to Texas. <laughs> there there wasn't really. I mean there there was there was no real. You know there wasn't any bad police work in this case. I mean it was all good and everything. And you know they. So it's just like I'm kind of doing this as kind of like a makeup episode for. The one where we just dragged <laughs> the one, Dallas. The one where we drug Dallas through the dirt. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it still doesn't. It still doesn't mean we're safe in Texas at all. But eh, it's worth a shot. <laughs> Maybe they'll forgive us, and I will get to go to Vinny's. Well, let me let me let me put it to you this way. I asked Dick Darwin if he wanted to comment on this case. He said, <laughs> "Nope." He was like, "I wasn't impressed with their police work." So there you go. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> And Dick Darwin now, wasn't and now we're not long. Now we're not allowed in Texas again. No, Dick Darwin. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh shit! In Sapag's case, Reese swore that they had it all wrong. He never did anything to uh, to those two women. But Sandra took the stand, giving a graphic retelling, you know, recalling of the events that took place that night. Dietrich okay. Nance also testified, and Reese was sentenced to 60 years. But even after that sentencing, he swore he didn't do that. I didn't, I, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Wasn't it wasn't me. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Oh, God. All right. I got to do a cover of that for this case, or for not for this case, <laughs> but for the, for the show about something. Yeah. Like next time we get like a serious a serial denier, like even worse than this guy. I mean, we, yeah. <laughs> the police came in and they caught you red-handed. <laughs> it wasn't uh, me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Although I'm not going to release that one on Distro Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you might have to, dude, so we don't get in trouble for playing it on the show. I'm not going to keep doing covers. 
where I have to pay royalties. My 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 so, next album, my next album that comes that's, that's coming out, my third solo album, already has two covers on it, and I'm only four songs in on that album. Well, that's I have to, to pay put it on the album, but you know what I mean. But I'd still have to pay if I released it on if I released it as a like a like a standalone single or whatever. I'd still have to pay royalties on it. I'm not gonna keep doing that. Dude, why 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 didn't you sign up for the seventy dollars a year thing at DistroKid where they cover all that? I might have to because once the album is done, I'm gonna pull all the singles down and then re-release it as an album. Because of the fact yeah, that like um, just you got DistroKid's got like two things like you pay like thirty five dollars a year to upload as much music original music as you want. If you pay seventy dollars a year, I think it's seventy. I might have gone up by now. I don't know. But if you pay that, dude, you can do covers, dude, and they'll because you pay that, they don't charge you for doing covers because you're paying that extra money. They take care of all of it, or at least that's that's the way I understood okay. it. I don't know well, if that's I'm, the way it really is or not. I don't know. I'm gonna look into that because if I, um, you know, it's it's like I don't when when I as I'm writing an album, I'll release each song that I do as a single. Then yeah. when the album's done, I pull down the singles and release the album, and um. Which means that for West End Girls and um, Mystery Writer, I am possibly going to get charged twice for those two songs because it would be like a second release. You should just do it as singles, dude. Just leave it out there. Don't don't worry about doing albums. I like albums. They're cool. Dude, you are so old school. It's not even funny. (laughs) Dude, the freaking album cover for Intruder is fucking awesome. Dude, just just do fucking thumbnails for each song, dude. Well, that's what I have been doing, but and and we're digressing big time here. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the sorry, please. Okay, but the cases of Jessica Kane, Tiffany Johnson, Kellyanne Cox, and Laura Smithers were starting to go cold. But Tiffany's mother started holding the police's feet to the fire and being what? <laughs> you got this. Come on. Oh, I I can't think of it right now. Difficult. Difficult. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, my brain's not going that fast, dude. I, you know me. But they, I mean, at at first it was like that, but then the FBI got involved, and the the FBI was not difficult, or they didn't think she was being difficult. They didn't think so. Okay, well that's cool. And it really wasn't like that. I I just kind of threw it in there because it fit. Yeah. <laughs> but um. FBI agent was assigned to the case and he started from scratch, got all the evidence, all the files and went through everything. They even went so far back as to, to talk, you know, like to interview Tiffany's husband. Oh, they, when I say they went back to the beginning, they went to back to the very beginning (laughs) because, and initially in these cases, it's always the spouse who you look at first. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. No. That's understandable. Good for them yep. that they went to put all that effort in. Yeah. So um, the FBI then listed Reese as a person of interest. And you'll never guess why. Because um, at this point, he wasn't. Um, but this is crazy. Reese actually said during court proceedings in um, Sandra Sapog's um case and that Oklahoma was trying to pin Tiffany's murder on him. 
That's an odd thing to say. It is. Especially if, especially if it wasn't true. <sighs> yeah. Because they true. weren't. They weren't at the time. At the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he kind of was just like, it, it's just like, I went over to my friend's house that had not burned down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? With with money that was not counterfeit, <laughs> <laughs> and bought a lawnmower that was not stolen. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just totally like admitting guilt before you were even yeah. thought you were before anyone even thought you were guilty. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Tiffany's mother actually knew William Reese. Uh-oh. His mother, uh, William Reese's mother, had done ironing for her. Okay. Because, um, and Reese was introduced to her after um, after he was released from prison, but she didn't think anything of it at the time. It's like, oh, your son's released from prison? Hey, nice to meet you. How's it going? You know. <laughs> Didn't think anything of it. Didn't even well, they, think they let ask. you out, so you must be okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, wow. But I mean, I'm I'm not. You know, Tiff, Tiffany Tiffany's mom. Tiffany's mom is, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> um, in 2015, the DNA was retested with the new technology, and the DNA collected off of Tiffany came back as William Reese. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> they then tested DNA from Laura Smithers. They also started looking at his phone records and as well as evidence from his truck. And they were able to put together um Laura Smithers' timeline due to the the records, not to mention, you know, people saying that he left the job site and came back like thirty you know, th- around thirty minutes later. Yeah. Um but you know the yeah, you know, the 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 same the same thing. You know, D, DNA and the 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 records and all that stuff. The the same the same thing. Also, you know, it. it oh. <laughs> Come on, man. It it linked both. Um, it linked him to the disappearance of both Laura and Tiffany. All right. Um, and it linked it it linked him to Tiffany, like. To the point, to uh, he had gotten he had gas gas receipts in his car from a car a uh, gas station that was like right around the corner from that car wash, and the timestamp was around the same time that Tiffany had gone missing. Yeah, so they <laughs> so he was there. Yep. So he was then charged with the rape, assault, kidnapping, and murder of Tiffany. And at that point, when he was charged, he actually called Tiffany's mother, saying, "It's like oh, I didn't kill her. I didn't kill her. It wasn't me." Yeah. Now, her mother, Tiffany's mother, believes that Reese's mother knew that he actually had killed Tiffany, or at least believed it. Oh. Because every year on the anniversary of of Tiffany's Tiffany's death, trinkets would be left on the grave, on Tiffany's grave. And when when Reese's mom died, the trinkets being left stopped. Stopped. So... That's that's why I'm saying it's just like okay, she's not Luca Magnata's mom. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, she I think knew. she's that's, she's more ashamed than anything else. 
Which, yeah. I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. But as he was being charged with Tiffany's murder, he started confessing to other kill- killings, trying to make a deal because he knew Oklahoma was going to nail his ass to the fucking wall <laughs> because of the fact that Laura was 12 years old. Yeah. That he's definitely should be nailed to the wall. <clears throat> the DA showed him pictures of all four girls and he said that he had killed all four of them. He said, no, this is where it gets funny. All right. With Kellyanne said, um, he said that he had bumped into Kelly and he shoved her and then she threw a Coke on him and then he grabbed her and killed her as a result. Now okay. look for a, look for a pattern here, okay? Look for a pattern because there is one. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you get. I want to see if you get it before I reveal it. He he drew a map to where uh, to where he had buried the body because the body still hadn't been found, and she was she was actually found with uh, with his assistance. Actually, nope, nope, nope. She wasn't found. Okay. Um. <sighs> With um, Jessica, he said that he was, and this is there's video footage of all of these confessions. And um, with Jessica, with Jessica Kane, he said that he was at Bennigan's, he was about to leave, and then he saw her hit the his truck with her car door, and they started arguing, and he followed her, and. Um, and then she pulled off the road and he stopped too. And she started screaming at him and like throwing things at him. And the, that's when he snapped and he grabbed her and he took off with her and killed her. He had stolen a bulldozer and he used it to bury her in a field, a horse pasture. <laughs> How do you steal a bulldozer? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's, he's so full of shit. But yeah, I, I got, I got the pattern. Blaming the victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody does something to him or he imagines that they did something to him and that's his reason for going crazy and killing him. That's bullshit. Well, right now we're at about three. It's about to get turned up to 11. All right, because this one goes <laughs> to 11. <laughs> um, he then led police to her body and... One investigator asked Reese if he had any, any remorse, and he said, you're not going to understand this, but people like us, we don't have any remorse. <laughs> Talking about serial killers. Yeah. Shortly later. Shortly later. Kelly Cox's body was found. All right. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't found, you know, with... Uh, with his assistant, but yeah, you know, they it, just it found, was found it. later. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Um, and the, the bones, I mean, there was a, um, there was a necklace around her neck and, um, her, her, her mother used, that was the preliminary ID. It's like, okay, that was her necklace. And, um, and then later her dental records confirmed it. <clears throat> but, um, uh, during the trial, Reese thought that the attorneys and the investigators were friendly with him. The hot water, the hot water in the jail was broken. And he hated cold showers, uh, so he so he fixed the plumbing. Oh, okay. He fixed 
and um and he was doing like other maintenance and stuff like that around the jail um he was friendly and he really thought that he was getting over on people because he really wanted that deal right um but texas agreed to the deal which is very un-texas like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but oklahoma wasn't budging and like i said before laura smithers was murdered in oklahoma and she was 12 yes and where is he in jail right now i forgot right now he's right now he's in right now he's in texas but um well i'm well, sure that the prisoners in there with him would find out that he raped and killed never, a 12 year never old. happened to him never happened to him really he was just a good guy <laughs> because we all know what happens to fucking pedos in jail yep but um, he was anyway. sentenced to life. He was sentenced to life in Texas, and then they turned him over to um, Oklahoma. And <laughs> um, you can you can feel it. It's coming. Oh yeah, it's fucking coming, Oklahoma. It's a complete ro- role reversal between the two states, though. Really? Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but. I may you could make the argument that maybe Texas was just like okay, well he killed a kid in Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, let's just let them have it. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's not that like I said, that's very un-Texas like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me. Like, eh, let Oklahoma handle that part of it. I'll just give it to them. Yeah, let them have it. Let, let them put this piece of shit down. Exactly. But, but get but get this. When Oklahoma showed up to get him uh-huh. on the on the prisoner exchange after he had been found guilty in Texas, uh, when Oklahoma showed up to get him, they picked him up at the at the spot where he had abducted Kelly Cox. <laughs> That's okay. where the exchange happened. That's where the exchange happened at the place where he picked up Kelly Cox. Was this purposely or coincidentally? Purpose, of course, it was purposely. All right. Well, how awesome is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so Tiffany Johnson's trial was taking forever, and it it it, it had it it had taken like six years. It had six judges, five defense attorneys. Jesus. And, and by this time, Reese looked like a, a member of ZZ Top, but with, <laughs> an even, but with an even longer beard. All right. And even longer hair. All right. He looked like Cousin It. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I can. I resemble that remark. Well, I, now, used, to res- I used to resemble that remark. No, not like this. Not like that. Well, I know. I got. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be posed. I didn't. I, I. I. didn't post any pictures from prison tender, but I will be posting pictures <laughs> for, um, for, for Danny Rowling. I will be posting pictures on that one, and I'll be posting pictures. I'm going to start doing that, but I, I right. didn't post it on mainly. Mainly the reason why I couldn't, you know, I didn't. I couldn't find any credible pictures that were verifiably tick <laughs> 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 oh god didn't see that one coming 
Oh, all right, you got me. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. But that's why I didn't post any pictures from uh, from prison, the prison tender episode. <laughs> but, right on. But I am going to start doing that with all of our episodes, unless you know, <laughs> unless unless it's just like I can't find anything credible. You're going to post them on X, X and Facebook. Right on. Are we calling I, it X or are we still calling it Twitter? I don't know. It says X on my thing now. Oh, it does. It does too. I saw a post from somebody just like. I I had I had Twitter the Twitter app on my phone and I thought that I had accidentally um post you know like somehow a naughty site app had gotten <laughs> on my home screen. <laughs> well, you know, if if you fo- if you search the right things on Twitter, it can be naughty. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Just saying. You I've know, oh oh Elon ain't I've stopping seen- that shit. I've seen some shit on Twitter that you'll never see on Pornhub. Yes. And I'm just, I'm just going to leave it right. I'm just going to leave it like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I think Elon will take that type of stuff down. If he's, it, you know, I, I really don't think he cares to be honest. <laughs> but, um, one attorney quit a week before the trial even started. Um, it was set to start again, then COVID happened. Um, uh, all of this time, Reese was on his best behavior. Yeah, and he actually requested, he wanted to be in Gen Pop. And he never got attacked. And he was still doing odd jobs around the jail and everything. And, you know, um, so finally in 2021, Tiffany Johnson's murder case went to trial. They announced that they were going to be going for the death penalty. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Good for them. Laura Smithers' parents even attended the trial. Um, that had to be tough, but good for them. Yep. Jurors heard the tapes where he con- con- confessed. And although he confessed to the, the murder, he didn't admit to raping any of the girls other than Tiffany. Um, Because, you know, they had pin DNA on him, but they also had DNA on, on Laura as well. But, um, but he, he had sexually assaulted all four of them. And (laughs) he said in the, (laughs) he said in the tape that, um, when he had put Smithers in the water, her clothes were still on, but she was found naked. And you could hear, you could hear the interrogator saying, well, the clothes didn't just take themselves off. (laughs) <laughs> no and, they did not um he said that somebody else must have done that <laughs> oh yeah of course somebody else did that oh jesus wasn't me <laughs> um he then <sighs> dude if we do that cover you're doing the shaggy part of course and I'll do the other guy's part. <laughs> are we going to rewrite the lyrics to make it like fit the case, or are we just yes? No, we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Actually, we could do it. We could do it like so. Whenever we have a case like this, where we have somebody that's just like full of shit, and just you know, we could just play it. <laughs> yeah. And just like one verse, one chorus. That's it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm down. Unlike my unlike my five and a half minute long version of um, <laughs> Mystery Writer. 
<laughs> well, dude, the version of his that you sent me was almost that long. Yeah, it was like four minutes long. I just added guitar solos. Yeah, well, you know, because you can play guitar and he couldn't. <laughs> but anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> Moving on. He said he said that he was down he was down by that retention pond and everything, and he saw a little girl there. She was just screaming her head off, and he tried to calm her down. And he and he grabbed her and she, um he grabbed her and she twisted away from him and he accidentally broke her neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not oh, exactly what he said, but me. what he said was just like, you know, she tried to twist. I I I had a hold of her and everything. I was trying to calm her down and she freaked out and she twisted away and everything. And I I kind of had my my hands like on on her shoulders, like right above underneath her neck and everything. When she twisted away, I felt her neck pop and she went limp. That's, um, that's what he said. Of course. <laughs> All right. That, I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, I broke my ankle in such a way a long time ago. So, I mean, it's possible. But well, you're not going to, you're not going to accidentally break somebody's neck. Well, dude, the guy accidentally, the guy that picked me up accidentally broke my ankle. I'm just, I mean, I'm saying it can happen, but I doubt it happened in this case. I'm not saying right. that it, I'm not trying to defend him in any way, but right. it is possible. But, but, but at the it's, same, it's at extremely, the, at, but you know, you could win the lottery too. So yeah, at the, at the same, I'm still waiting on that trifecta. Yeah. Right. But, um, but at the same time, you know, chiropractors when they adjust your neck and oh, everything, yeah. they put they probably put a, a decent amount of force on there to oh, do man. it. And um, I know watching I mean, those videos is fucking scary shit, dude. I know. God, I've had I've, I've had I've had chiropractors adjustments in my neck before when I was like in my early twenties, but I, I had been in a car accident and I had gotten whiplash from it, and I I'd, I'd been through that and everything, and it's just like. Ugh. It feels so good when they when they do it though, but I know, um, dude, I watch those chiropractor videos on YouTube, man, and that, dude, that shit looks like, dude, you just broke that dude's neck, and he's like, oh, then he moves and like, okay, maybe you didn't. Sure as hell, look like so, you did though. <laughs> so take that um the force that a chiropractor puts on somebody's neck, multiply it by about ten. That's how yeah. you, that's how you got to break somebody's neck. Oh yeah. So that's that's not just I'm trying to hold her and. and you know, I'm yeah. trying to hold no, her and calm her down. Not that. Definitely right. not that. Right. Um, he picked her up and then later took her clothes off and, and mm. then put, put her and then put her in, in, into the pond. Didn't know why he had done that, but this was in the same breath of him saying that he hadn't taken her clothes that off. He hadn't taken her clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the Lord like, well, they didn't take themselves off. Hey, she didn't tie herself up in a blanket, wrap a belt around her neck, and throw herself in the trunk. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's that's what these fucking dumb fucks want us to believe. It wasn't me. Yep. Anyway. Now for, now for Tiffany, the story was at first, you know, Tiffany wanted, to have, wanted him to have sex with her. Oh, of course she did. She wanted it. Then at the car wash, he accidentally sprayed her with with the hose. 
and she got mad and um started screaming at him and everything and hitting him and stuff like that next thing you know they were in their truck and she was on top of him and and we had sex together (laughs) (laughs) episode 26 (laughs) yeah episode 26 (laughs) that episode always comes up (laughs) but um anyway But um, but then he changed the story to they had sex, and she started hitting him with horseshoes because he had a box of horseshoes in the back of his truck. Because yeah, but did he really have a box of horseshoes? Probably. All right, that's bizarre, but okay. Horseshoes is something that's a pretty random lie to come up with. (laughs) So I'm, I'm guessing he probably did have the horseshoes. But um, do we know why? No. <laughs> was, it to co- was it to cover that lie? <laughs> He's like, I may need this one day. I'm going to have a box of horseshoes in the back. <laughs> was it the horse? It was the horse. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah. um, so then, then, then it was self-defense. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> So all of these stories, he's blaming the women for killing them. So he's he's just a regular Don Juan de Puco. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, Tiffany had literally just gotten married. The ink was still wet on the marriage certificate. And she's going to have sex with this puke? <laughs> yeah, right. Don't think so. No. <laughs> no. I do not see that happening. No. <laughs> But Jesus. So now, uh, pull the knife out. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my knife's back. <laughs> Oklahoma will allow testimony, testimony, <laughs> testimony. testimony. <laughs> Oklahoma will allow testimony from previous cases in a current case if it's relevant. If, it, if it's relevant, it, it shows a pattern. And the, All right. a, a lot of the testimony that was in the in Oklahoma was transcripts and recording from the the Texas cases, as well as some um, you know people who testified in the Texas cases. Okay, I think that's pretty cool of Oklahoma to do that because I mean, how many times it's like yeah. it's like okay, well, we have to focus on this case and this case alone. Meanwhile, it's somebody like Ted Bundy being tried for one murder. The last one that he committed, and he's, you know, but yeah, the, the jury, no, jury's not awesome. not allowed to know about the other thirty other thirty yeah. something murders. So, so I, I I definitely think that's that's a, a good good on Oklahoma for that. Hell yeah, oh um, yeah. But there were other rape victims there testifying as well, but the these women hadn't reported it. it for whatever reason, but the most common reason is why they were coming forward now was because they were doing it for Laura Smithers, the 12 year old. Yeah. All right. That's uh, good for them. Mm -hmm. So when, when pictures of the victims were put up in court, Reese was fixated on him. It was like he was reliving it in his mind right there, right there in court. Did he get his, he didn't get his dick out and start jerking. Did he? No, who did that? Was that was that Richard Ramirez? I don't remember. I don't th- no, I don't think we've covered that case. 
Well, we we did in the we well we were supposed to do Richard Ramirez in the <laughs> in the prison tender thing, but I I dipped out. <laughs> anyway, um, when Tiffany's mother was reading her victim impact statement, he flashed her a demonic look. I do. Um. It only took the jury an hour to come back with a guilty verdict. And in August of 2021, he was sentenced to death. And um, Kelly Cox's daughter, Alexis, was in the courtroom. Oh, all right. That's okay. Reese was no longer going to be charged for Laura's murder, and her parents were okay with that. He's done. Ain't getting away with it. They know he did it. He knows he did it. He knows they know they did it. Everybody knows that he did it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, everybody knows. So it's kind of like that thing that we brought up in the Pee Wee Gaskins episode. Yeah. About how, um, and on, on death row, um, he won't get to do all those chores and be chummy with anybody. He'll be in solitary for 23 hours a day, which is what he deserves. And he'll wake up every day wondering, is today the day? <laughs> and he's still, he's still alive in, in prison. Of course. He was just charged. He was just sentenced in 2021. So, but I mean, the but but the murders happened in 1997. Yeah, how long he got away with it? Yeah, well, I guess he was kind of slick about it, but he also wasn't. He also wasn't charged for Kellyanne's murder either, but but now there is a Texas DA working along with Alexis about filing charges against him for the death of her mother. Okay. <clears throat> so right on. All of the family members, the victim's family members firmly believe that there were more murders and I do too. Oh, absolutely. There has to be. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't get that good at your craft by only doing it four times and four times only. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't be that slick without having practice. <laughs> right. So anyway. the Smith, the Smithers family started a nonprofit called the Laura recovery center, which helps, um, uh, which helps to find, um, kidnapping victims. Awesome. Um, a friend of Jessica, fa- Jessica Kane's family wrote a song about her. Um, he was go- he was going through a journal and he found a, a passage about a dream that she had about eating at a restaurant and then being alone um, in a dark horse horse pasture with nothing but horses and country crows, and that's exactly what happened to her. Wow. Um, because Reese had buried that that field that Reese had buried her in was a horse pasture. Yeah. Wow. Now that's. Holy shit. <laughs> Chilling. Yeah. Dude, she fucking saw her own death. Mm-hmm. But didn't realize that it was, probably didn't realize that it was her own death at the time. Right. Now, I looked on Spotify. I looked on YouTube. I looked everywhere. to. to I mean, they played a little clip of it in the, um, in the documentary. But I looked for it on Spotify because I was going to link it. Maybe right. even, I was going to maybe even play it. I mean you know, maybe even play the song as an outro like we did with Mystery Writer, yeah. but um, I couldn't find it. So, apparently uh-huh. he never released it. But, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it 
country song and kind of knowing the backstory behind the you know behind the the lyrics yeah. and everything is really chilling and cryptic but now not not to be the fucking douchebag here but um did he really write it from her journal or did he just write it from what happened afterwards no it it, it was in her journal they i okay. mean it, it they, i mean there's she, the journal is a real thing and yes okay no i'm just wondering she, because you know somebody you know some people with um like like the like the screenwriter like the screenwriter yeah. like the screenwriter from um scream who just said oh danny rowling that was my inspiration for scream yeah. yep and even though it has but, absolutely zero to do with scream <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean though like somebody like that might try to write a song like that and claim he got uh, it this, from something just a, to cash in but, this was no, you know, dude. I'm this, sorry. I'm I'm the ultimate. Well, no, no, that's that's fine. That's fine. I mean, but this guy was a this guy was a, a like a long time close family friend and everything, so he would have had All access right. to the journal. All right. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's still it's yeah. still it's still creepy that she wrote that shit down like that. Yeah. Had that dream, and that's how she. That's nah. yeah, anyway. That, that is crazy. Um, I I know I've had dreams where. I'm just like alone and I, I have nightmares all the fucking time, but, um, I've had dreams. Like one of one that's recurring is it's pitch black. I can't see a goddamn thing. And all of a sudden I hear something <laughs> like, and I know that I'm not alone. Yeah. I play video games like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, Dude, I, play I, video love games. Horror, I love, I love them horror video games, man. That, but, shit, if I can, that's Dude, a, I mean, I play video games, like like that dude and all that shit like i know something's about to happen and when it does i still jump like i'm dude i'm playing a game you know whatever right? but i'm still like ah yeah fuck you or i'll hear something because i mean because the way my system is set up that i got like the sound and i'll hear something that comes from behind me i'll be like what the fuck is that so reese has spent more than half of his life in prison at this point and um and 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 all of all of the victims, you know, all of the victims' families, they're all friendly with each other. So, yeah, and that's it. That's what I got. All right. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, no, I just this guy got. I mean, basically, he could have. I mean, I hate to say this like this. I mean, I'm glad they took him to Oklahoma and tried him and gave him the death penalty, but he's yeah. still going to finish his life in prison. They aren't going to kill him. No, he'll die of old age. He's like, uh, well, when the, let's see, when when did I say he was born? 59. 59, we'll I think. call that 60, 70, 80, 90, 40. 2000. So he's like 80 something now. 20, 2020. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 60 something now. He's 40 to 2000. Yeah, he's 60 something. My bad. Yeah, but still, he, you know, I mean, even if the, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's still getting life in prison. I mean, I'm glad they took him. Like I said, I'm glad they took him and he got that death penalty sentence because he fucking deserved it. Yeah, but we all know how that works out. Yeah, but yeah, I, I still, I still like, I still like the fact that they don't, you know, it's just they don't know. Today might be the day they might walk in one day and say, "All right, oh, no. come on." They know, dude. They know. They know when it's coming. They have to. Oh, you they don't. I mean? 
Yeah, they do. You know, that it's like they talk we had to that, their they talk to their lawyers all the time. They have to know. We had that discussion on yeah, that I know one we did, episode you know that we have that we haven't released yet. We're just kind of sitting on. <laughs> yeah, I know. So nobody knows what I said before. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But we had and you're like, dude, you just told, totally changed my mind about the long death row stays. You did, <laughs> but at the at the same time. I mean, yeah, but they're still going to have to know, dude. They don't just like, oh, today's the day, son. You know, dude, this lawyer's going to be like, all right, we're out of options. They're doing it on this day. And yeah, God knows it's coming. Right. Because they still get their last meal, dude. We did the last meal thing. Like, they're going to ask him, all right, what do you want? They're not just going to drag him out of his cell going, today's the day. What do you want to eat? No, because, I'll be like, today's, because, they today's- don't, because they don't know what he's going to want to eat. So they have to be prepared for that. Yeah, in case it's like somebody like Mad Dog. Actually, yeah. they stopped. They've stopped doing that. They've stopped allowing the extravagant um, last really? meals. Yeah, you uh, pretty much get get what what's available in the cafeteria, and that's it. All right. <laughs> that doesn't seem right, though. I mean, like fuck, whatever. Well, actually, you know what? It does seem right because well, why Mad Dog. Get, pro- why should you Mad get Dog- all the shit you want, dude? You're a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, Mad Dog probably had a lot to do with why they changed it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he ordered an entire truck stop menu. <laughs> yeah, like all of it, know. like everything on the buffet. <laughs> and like three fucking stuffed crust pizzas from Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Something like that. But Yeah, every, well, no, they, they'd ordered a lot of food just to postpone the inevitable, but... It, you know that is what it is. Well, I, like I said before, I know that I know for a fact that Mad Dog did it because he thought he was going to make a huge mess. But no, like we like we said, just, it doesn't work that way. Your body hasn't digested that shit yet. Yeah, yeah, you're it's just staying full. in you. You're just yeah, full. You're just your body full. hasn't had a chance to digest that shit yet. You're not going to fucking shit out fucking ten pizzas and all that crap <laughs> and everything <laughs> else that you fucking ate. Yeah, yeah, you know, dude, it, it's gonna, it's going to take you fucking twelve hours to digest all that shit. Yeah. Or maybe six. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate yes. the hell out of it. And, um, yeah, definitely look for, look for us. We'll both be wearing shirts like this with, um, you know, so look at us, look for us at crime con. We're probably going to be at, you know, also at true crime Kent's like event that they're going to have at a bar We're we'll, we'll be there too. Yes. Um, Anything you, know, so, I mean, you said bar, dude. You had me at bar. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, we're we're gonna be there. Yeah, we're not you know, we, we bought tickets. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we had to pay for it. So we'll just be wandering yeah. around. Yeah. So if you see so us we'll, wandering we'll, around I'm sure I'm there. sure that I'm sure next year's Crime Con will be invited. The way the show's growing. That would be nice. Yeah, it was goddamn those tickets were expensive by the high tier shit and not only that it won't be in florida next year <laughs> oh shit that's right we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go somewhere fuck me all right anyway our luck it'll be in dallas <laughs> no shit dude you know what though i'd still i'd still go i would too fuck <laughs> the police <laughs> oh shit We'll ask Grady Judd if he wants to come along with us. 
be our bodyguard. <laughs> be our be our be our fucking bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. Grady, hey Grady, we we need a security detail. Yeah. Can you spare a few cops? <laughs> Why? Because we're going to Dallas. He's like, oh, I heard that joke. Yeah, you might need us. <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm gonna contact him about possibly coming on with us because I really that, think would that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I I cut that part out of the Danny Rolling episode because it was just too god awful long. Yes, but um, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that would be awesome. And yeah. I, and earlier when I'm I said try- fuck the police, I meant fuck the Dallas police. <laughs> that that fucked up that case. The ones that fucked up the case, not the Dallas police. Now I love police. Right. The police, fucking right. You know, dude, keep yeah, keep don't, digging. Don't keep, keep digging. Don't don't ban the police, fucking. Pay them more. They deserve it. Fuck. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. But anyway, follow us on our socials. Um, rate and review, please. Even if you think we're mo- monotone. Monotone. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Since um, you said that, I've been noticing that I really am sometimes. I really do get monotone. I don't know why. But I don't. No, you don't. But I do. And I've been trying not to. And I catch myself. I'm like. Be like, all right. Anyway, well, and I'm like, the, dude, the the number two, the the number two speaker on True Crime Garage is more monotone than you, the captain. He's more right. monotone than you are by far, and that's like well, one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest dogs out there. All right. Well, see, here's the thing, though. I didn't realize I was doing it until that comment happened, and then now oh. I catch myself doing it. And I'm like, holy fuck. You know, I mean, shit. Well, I stopped doing the ums. You can stop being monotone. <sighs> hey, you notice I didn't play with my mic this time either. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where that came from, dude. I just, I for some reason, like the last two or three episodes, I was just like really fidgety and moving my mic all over the place. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I, I bumped mine a couple of times in this episode, but yeah. I, I've. But, yeah, I bumped I, mean, I bumped mine I bumped mine once, but I haven't moved it. You're like this. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm always like I'm doing this shit all the time. Like, dude, I need it to be over here because I gotta say this, and I need it to be over here because I gotta say this. And yeah. Shit yeah. now. All right, it's back kind of where it was. I don't know. Anyway, not the point. So, yeah, so, yeah, right, I, so right. I I broke that habit. <laughs> Great review us. Um, we appreciate the hell out of you listening and everything. And um, if you like us, tell a friend. If you hate us, tell an enemy. And until next week, later. Cheers, everybody. Bye.